0: Welcome to this week's episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. You'll find that most advice you get from business gurus concerns the handling of yourself naturally and your business. They will seldom address the greater dynamic factor of the current environment. By that, I mean socioeconomic and political factors. One is asking for it if one considers only oneself and one's own company as the factors that one has to deal with to achieve success and prosperity. The smart entrepreneur keeps a weather eye. That's a farmer's term for keeping an eye on the weather. They keep a weather eye on what is happening in society around them, and they also take responsibility for it. Remember from our earlier episodes from Mr. Hubbard's teachings that responsibility and causation go hand in hand. So, by taking responsibility for those things, they can influence those things. It is more than a public relations activity to get community minded and involved in building a better world or something that one does just to feel good about oneself. It's actually a survival point. It happens that we are all standing on the same ball of mud. And if that ball of mud becomes a billiard ball instead, or if economic psychosis enters the scene as is happening today, or restrictions on your freedoms and human rights start to encroach on you, your family, or your friends, or if illiterate drugged zombies become your personnel pool and criminality and immorality become the norm, it's going to affect you and your business. If the past three or four years haven't taught you that, then better understand this now if you hope to build and expand into the future. Look, in thousands of conversations with thousands of entrepreneurs, I have yet to find one who is not busy. Aaron Hubbard discovered that beings need to be busy, they need to have a game. If you're not busy with a big game, you'll find a way to get busy with a small one, I assure you. If you look to your own experience and observe the beings around you, you can easily discover this to be true. I believe I've told the story in an earlier episode where I went to a client appreciation event of a member of mine who was a top financial planner in Western New York before he retired. And uh, I found myself meeting with dozens of his clients who were shall we say kindly, in the senior category, and I ended up discovering a common denominator between those who were chronically dealing with physical body issues and those who weren't. Those who were ill were all retired, and those who were healthy were still working. It can be rough when your game is reduced to just keeping your body together. I've also seen it with my members who achieve such success that their businesses no longer demand their attention as much. And you would be amazed at the weird non-survival things that do demand their attention, apparently, if they don't immediately involve themselves in a bigger survival game of their own choosing. Aberrated games always seem to have a way to find the idol. I've seen everything from broken marriages, conflicts, bad investments in business deals, substance abuse even to the point of visiting them in the jailhouse. Look around you, you can look through the media, you can look through the headlines and you'll see examples of this or you can look amongst your friends maybe, I don't know. Look, I don't mean to be backing up the hearse here. The point I'm simply trying to make is that it is a survival point for many, many reasons that you as an entrepreneur or someone striving for success in your life and career, that you also right now Immerse yourself in helping to hammer together a real civilization, a better world, okay? And if you want to wait until you, quote, made it, end quote, before you get involved, you're missing the point. Getting involved is a vital aspect of making it. I'm not just saying this to make a pitch. Take a coffee and a quiet moment. Take a good hard look and you can easily see this is so. No man is an island, wrote the great metaphysical poet of his time, John Donne over 400 years ago. It's a message that many have still to learn. So what we would like to do here is not just give you a dip in some ice water, but give you the first stable datum from Mr. Hubbard. Start you on the road to being bulletproof. In fact, we really started talking about this with episode 11 of volume 4. That was one entitled The Greatest Gift, which we dropped a couple of weeks ago. After you've listened to this episode, I strongly advise you to re-listen to that episode because uh, these two combined go a long ways towards making you invincible in the face of God knows what. And if we can pull off any part of that with you, then we would be very, very happy indeed. So the article I'm pulling this from was first published by Mr. Herbert in 1976 and again posthumously on 21 February 1991. It is a longish article, and we're only going to cover the first few paragraphs, but therein I think you will find an important lesson. So he says here, An early 20th century philosopher spoke of the impending decline of the West. What he failed to predict was that the West would export its culture to the rest of the world and thus grip the entire world in its death throes. Today, we are witnessing that decline, and since we are involved in it, it is of utmost importance to us. At stake are whether the ideals we cherish will survive, or some new, abhorrent set of values win the day. These are not idle statements. We are today at a watershed of history. And our actions today will decide whether the world goes up from here or continues to slide into some new dark age. Okay, so these first three paragraphs, of course, they're from Mr. Hubbard. These are his words. And then in the next paragraph, he communicates a lesson that I think is of extreme importance to you, in many, many different ways, and we're going to go over some examples of those. Okay, so he says here next, It is important to understand bad conditions don't just happen. The cultural decay we see around us isn't haphazard. It was caused. Unless one understands this, he won't be able to defend himself or reach out into society with effectiveness. So I want you to take a moment to look at that lesson, okay? If you see a bad condition around you, great or small, realize that that condition was caused. It's not a natural state of affairs to go badly. Good conditions are caused by good people with good ideas doing good things. Bad conditions are created by people with bad ideas. I don't want to just say bad people. You could say bad people, but Mr. Hubbard discovered that all beings are basically good. However, they can wrap themselves up in very evil personas, or the word he uses, valences. Right, that uh, can cause tremendous destruction, and they are the guys that make these headlines. You know, you see them in the gruesome newspaper and media articles, and uh, you know today of you know men senselessly murdering each other or women and children and so on. It's gruesome, all right. And but those are stemming from people who are acting out or dramatizing bad ideas and evil. And when you see circumstances around you that are not optimum, that are bad conditions, and I'm not just talking about society, I'm also talking about in your business, in your group, in your family, in your, in your community, these are created conditions. Understand what he's saying here. They are caused, And unless you understand that, Mr. Hubbard says, you won't be able to defend yourself or reach out into the society with effectiveness. What are you trying to do with your, your enterprise, with your business? You're trying to reach out into society. There's no way that you can create a business that doesn't reach out into society at some point or another because you have to exchange with society. And the culture that you're expanding into is going to influence how you do. With your business, in terms of your hiring, in terms of your customers, in terms of the people that you have providing you service or selling you your supplies and whatnot, you are forced to interact with this community just by the nature of the word commerce. Look it up for yourself. It has to do with doing business with one another. It originates from the word, the Latin word, com together, plus mercium, from merx. Mer- merchandise. So, merchandise together. Commerce. You're dealing with society when you're dealing with a business, aren't you? And the quality of that society and the sanity level of that society is bound to have every kind of influence on the success of your enterprise. Common sense. So, I'll repeat that paragraph. He says, It is important to understand bad conditions don't just happen. The cultural decay we see around us isn't haphazard. It was caused. Unless one understands this, he won't be able to defend himself or reach out into the society with effectiveness. He goes on to say this, a society is capable of surviving for thousands of years unless it is attacked from within or without by hostile forces. Where such an attack occurs, primary targets are its religious and national gods and heroes, its potential of leadership and the self-respect and integrity of its members. Boy, do you not see that around? Do, do you not see the onslaught on, on our religious and national gods and heroes? And, you know, what's going on in our schools with our, the, the future generations? Where's our potential for leadership? and the self-respect and integrity of the members of this current society. He goes on to say this, material points of attack are finance, communications, technology, and the denial of resources. Look around today, and you will find countless examples of these points. They scream at us every day from the newspapers. L. Ron Hubbard. So that's really all we're going to cover from that particular article. The important lesson being that bad conditions are caused. And that's, that's a good thing to know because that actually puts you in the driver's seat of doing something about it. And it's a matter of finding your place and finding your group. Because trying to tackle making a better world on your own, probably just even the thought of it, might, um, might cost quite some dismay or apathy, but do understand that there are groups around that are working like the devil to make a difference. And the important thing to do is to find those groups and unite with those groups and help those groups to the utmost of your ability. Choose your groups carefully. I would say one of the advantages to connecting up with any group that uses Mr. Hubbard's solutions for society, whether it's drug rehabilitation, criminal reform, educational reform, and so on, or as we are dealing with economics and commerce within WISE, of course, hooking up with WISE and uniting with like-minded entrepreneurs to bring about a sounder economic prosperity and a more ethical, saner world. I guess you could, you know, certainly unite with us. There's many groups out there trying to make a difference, and the more they have a grip on the know-how of how to affect that difference, of course, the more effective that group will be. So we're going to probably do more episodes of Business Wise on this, taking into account the condition of the environment and how to influence it for the better. But I'm just going to leave you with a few pointers here based on Mr. Hubbard's works that will start you on the road again to being bulletproof. How do you become bulletproof? You don't travel down a road. Um, I don't know. Give you your armor. How about that? So that you are indeed bulletproof and you can flourish and prosper and effect positive change no matter what comes at you from society or in the world today. There are ways to put yourself in the driver's seat One of those, of course, is to know your technology, know Mr. Hubbard's solutions. We covered that in that earlier episode, The Greatest Gift. That's probably your most important lesson. That one, along with this one, which is to be aware that bad conditions are caused. They're not haphazard. It's not accidental. Somebody's causing them or some bodies are causing them. And if you have that awareness, you can move forward. You can do something effective about it. If you just think that that's just the way things are, of course, then you're not going to do that. So what are we looking at there? We're looking at an awareness level. And that's another one of your, one of the important elements to being bulletproof is awareness. I just remind you, I think we've covered this in an earlier episode, the price of freedom from Mr. Hubbard, which is, I quote, and this is from uh, December the 31st of 1960, constant alertness, constant willingness to fight back. There is no other price. That's the price of freedom. It' nice to think that there's another price, but there isn't another price. That is the price. So you're either constantly alert, you're constantly willing to fight back, or you're not paying that price. and if you don't pay that price, then there's no guarantee of freedom, is there? So price of freedom, constant alertness, constant willingness to fight back. there is no other price. So along with that is the awareness that bad conditions are cause conditions. Good conditions are cause conditions, too. And you can look for who's causing those that can be very profitable as well because then you can validate and strengthen those people or those individuals. But you also need to be aware that bad conditions are caused too, great or small. You know, you see a chaotic business, know that that's being caused by somebody. So anyhow, price of freedom. And then the other thing is, tip I want to give you before we end off on this episode This is from a writing from Mr. Hubbard from the 3rd of September, 1982. It's just a quote I want to share with you. He says, quote, when all strengths and forces are aligned into a single thrust, a tremendous amount of power can be developed. That's from Mr. Hubbard. So you have a purpose for your business. You have goals for your business and your enterprise or your career. Align those purposes because the vector, a vector is, of course, a direction and magnitude of power. And amongst beings, our vectors are determined by our purposes. So if your purposes are in conflict with others who have purposes, uh, obviously the, those are called counter purposes. you're better off finding people with positive, worthwhile survival purposes and aligning your purposes with theirs. How do you align yours up with theirs? And we can, of course, create a single thrust, a tremendous amount of power. By aligning our vectors, by aligning our purposes. So find social, like-minded Uh, individuals and groups and align your purposes, both for your business, for yourself, for your family, with theirs. And we can create a lot more power that way than having these cross-purposes sort of bumping into each other or calamitously crashing into each other, as the case may be. And finally, I want to make a recommendation and a suggestion and a bid for unity. Now, Mr. Hubbard recommends the writings of a man by the name of Sun Tzu who wrote The Art of War. Most of you have probably heard of Sun Tzu. There is a, more, a very recent translation where it was retitled The Technology of War. It's probably more appropriately The Technology of War. It is very precise. So you, you read that translation, and it's very precise indeed uh, a codification of The Technology of War by Sun Tzu. And there's a datum in there which you should know because it is a commonly known datum by those who wish ill on man. And that is from Sun Tzu, he says, when the enemy is united, divide him. So yeah, I don't know if you thought about it, but any kind of division within our groups, uh, socially minded groups that are trying to make a difference, when individuals within those groups are in conflict with one another or cease to trust each other or hang out with one another or congregate or come together in meetings or demonstrations or events or what have you well that pleases those who wish the people of goodwill to be divided it serves them it doesn't serve the good guys and when you have an opportunity to come together and or congregate then by god do so you know uh, make these groups stronger through a greater unity i know that many of you have been invited to the, a celebration of Mr. Hubbard's birthday, for instance, because he was born on the 13th of March and the celebration of that event is coming up in many areas. If you've been invited, you should go. If you haven't been invited, you should still go because, you know, if you're listening to BusinessWise, you probably have a high appreciation for Mr. Hubbard's research and developments in the field of uh, the mind organization and so on. Connect up with other like-minded people. You will be stronger for it and our group will be stronger for it, and our progress into society will be stronger for it for all the reasons I've just mentioned, okay? So if you have that invitation, please take advantage of it, and uh, any future opportunity to connect with one's fellows and uh, like-minded individuals, don't view it as, uh, oh gosh, I gotta go. No, view it as an opportunity to be stronger, to make more friends, to create greater alliances, to generate more power. And let's build a better world. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? And while i know that message sort of it has that undertone under business wise, and you probably picked it up from me in earlier episodes, do realize it's not just being expressed because of a personal agenda that I might have or that my team here at Wise East US might have. It's a survival point for you too. It has everything to do with your success in life and with your business. Okay? I, I hope you understand that. I hope you see it that way. It is the truth. And um, with that, I'd like to thank you very much for listening. I'd like to ask you to uh, give us a like if you like the episode. We leave your comments. We love to read them. And, of course, you can always write us with your feedback at info at wiseeastus.org. You can also write us if you're in trouble. We're, uh, we're always willing to read your communication and do everything we can to help. Uh, that's what we're here for. So um, if uh, you listened to the earlier part of this episode and you know, said, oh boy, that that small, stupid game. Yeah, I seem to be involved in one of those. Wouldn't mind getting a hand out of it. Uh, Yeah, write us. We'll do what we can. And um, again, thank you for listening and we'll talk again next week.